And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You will rest in peace. Basketballs don't hold grudges. He got a bicycle. Welcome to another edition of the WrestleCube. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, my, <Cube>. name is... <laughs> my name is Tom Mimner, uh, and with me is Daniel Akinbola. Cube! <laughs> I like that it's not even hello anymore, it's just shouting the word cube. It's just so. cube. Cube! <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've been away for a few weeks, but uh, we are back to talk all things uh, NWA, a bit of AEW. Yeah, right. And might even touch a little bit on WWE at the end. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, as a sort of programming note, um, we're probably going to focus a bit more heavily on WWE in the new year with uh, Rumble season leading into WrestleMania and all that. But for now, I think AEW and NWA are going to be the bigger focus for a little while. Um, Indeed. But if you go over to our Instagram page, uh, at WrestleCube on Instagram, uh, there is some WWE-related content there because I have been posting some stuff that I found in... WrestleCube headquarters, uh, yep. aka my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, just some old magazines and things from about twenty years ago. Some uh, some old merch and some uh, wrestling programs from shows we went to when we were kids. Uh, and just stuff that I found in my house. Uh, but it, it's kind of interesting, I think. So we'll uh, we'll continue posting stuff. I up there think and... I know. You know it's interesting. I think so. Don't play it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, and, and it's it's stuff that, you know, if I was, I don't really get Instagram very well. Like, I'm still kind of learning. I'm, you know, I know everybody else got it like five years ago, but I'm being being the Luddite, well, the, the deliberate Luddite that I am when it comes to things that involve pictures. Um, yeah, it's taken me a little bit of time to, to get used to, to Instagram. I'm still not very happy about it, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Well, at least uh, it's going to be a long time until we're on a Snapchat or. A... <laughs> See, Man, I'm looking at that cover of Power Slam, and I actually remember buying this issue. <laughs> wow, it brings back so many memories crazy. of being a child. Like, it's, jeez, it's Louise Bagwell and Steiner buffed and pumped. <laughs> and who said wrestling was homoerotic? <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing homoerotic about it. Which, yeah, hey. Nothing wrong with being home all right, you know what I'm saying? There is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. More power to you, you know. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it you know, everybody be happy, you know. That's, exactly. that's what I say. Uh, Take care of yourselves and each other. You know, one person who does not say everybody be happy. Oh, who's that? Jim Cornette. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, Jimmy J. Yeah, Jimmy he's Cor- been saying some things he shouldn't have been saying. Yeah. Said some stuff. I, I I read a transcript of the joke. It was a rubbish joke. Uh, and, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he needed to be fired, but I guess in this day and age, you don't want to... I'm not sure he was fired as such. I think oh, okay. From what cool. I read, I think the, the sort of outline I saw of it was that um, a lot of the sort of opinions floating around... I mean, it, it could be just conjecture, but it seems to be that the NWA didn't spot the, the joke in the broadcast. They took the episode down after the first airing, so it's no longer available uh, to watch on YouTube temporarily while they edited it out. They apologised, and 
then I would imagine they probably asked Jim Cornette to apologise, and he resigned instead. Fair enough. I mean, it's it's a shit joke, and it was a shit joke in 1995 show. when he made it on WWE yeah. TV. Um, and you know what? In 1995, that still wasn't okay, but I yeah. guess... But no one cared. Yeah, people people <laughs> were were less kind of, I don't know, less inclined to do something about it. Now, it's not like, it's 2019, yeah, you can't do that shit. Like, and He fuck... said a couple of shitty jokes on power, though. I've yeah. listened to him and been like, oh, that's a weird joke, but whatever. I mean... Yeah, if if he if he learns to I don't know maybe modify some of his he's not lamer jokes anything yeah <laughs> Jim Cornette uh, is Jim Cornette and like that's you know what you're getting and you know what like fine whatever like it's a bit of a shame though because I do think he works on the show really well so it's going to be a bit sad to see him not on it but I mean hey freedom of speech is not freedom from consequences no absolutely and the ni- the nice thing is the timing of this is good because. They had. They don't have. I think there's one more episode before their pay per view, so they only have. They don't have like weeks and weeks and weeks of stuff to re-edit and you know kind of try and change up and all the rest of it. They they are able to do reasonably quickly uh, kind of a change around with their commentary team with minimal effort and fuss. So that's that's a good thing. Okay. I think also they are in a position where okay, yes. It, it, it's not ideal to have to get rid of your one of your lead commentators, but he's already provided a bridge from the original NWA to the modern era. Yes. When they bring someone in now, it's not going to be as jarring to have that from the off. You've already established yeah. the product with him as part of it. To change that over now, they can do that quite smoothly. I don't think it's going to be an issue. Yeah, true. Yeah, the, uh, I guess the brand is established and it makes sense to get... I guess nip this in the bud now before it takes away all the positive press that the show, the show has been getting. So. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, And it has been getting really, really positive press from, I mean, God, we've raved about it enough already. And yeah. we're going to keep raving about it. Uh, yeah, right. But, like, it's such a good quick hour of wrestling, and it's so, like, it's such an easy watch. But it's yeah. so, I'm so invested in it every week. And, like, Jim Cornette didn't detract from that, but I'm not sure he adds so much that he's irreplaceable. No, it's true. Very true. So I think they've, they've you know, they, to be honest, I heard uh, John Pollock saying something about this on post wrestling, and he's he made the very good point that they've not fired him for this, or they've not you know come to an agreement to let him go or, or whatever. It's not so much this; it's whatever the next controversy would be because they've they, you know you can edit this out and the rest of it, but yeah, if you say someone on live pay per view, exactly. <laughs> So actually, the timing of getting rid of him while you can still edit something out is probably not that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? It, as timing goes, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I, I think oh, we well, should... bye, Jim. Yeah, well, yeah. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he can just go fuck himself, can't he? Um, yeah. 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 Uh... I mean, he could. <laughs> um, Physically. If he's if he's flexible enough, he can try. For I sure. mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> uh, and and you know, maybe we have questions about where he's uh, going to end up next. But speaking of questions, uh, what a segue! Uh, nice. <laughs> it's all pro here, I tell you. Um, yeah, the question mark is the thing I want to question talk about. mark. Oh my god! What? <laughs> I'm so down for this. Yeah, question mark is hilarious. <laughs> Like, have you, are you up to date? Have you seen him actually yes, wrestle? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool. I like his um his stupid finisher with the fingers. <laughs> it's, again, it's a proper throwback, but for some reason, 
I don't know. It just sort of works. I'm, yeah, he's I'm like really a Kendo Nagasaki, like um, yes. kind of. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? That's a that's a perfect perfect analogy for that. And that's who he reminds me of, and I couldn't think who it was. Yeah, it, it is that it, style, it, isn't it? Just like <laughs> mysterious old fat dude who's supposed to be some kind of kung fu master, but looks like I don't know. He works at like a a, a, a mechanic somewhere in Texas. Or <laughs> it's funny, right? And then like. I was watching yeah. some uh, WCW Saturday Night from uh, mid-1992 last night yeah, because uh, my wife was out and uh, <laughs> I had nothing else to do. And I thought, all right, let's put something random on. And that happened. It's fine. You know, yeah. I, I, I wish I sort of wish I wasn't admitting this now. <laughs> but fine. Like, this is yeah. the life you chose. I know. I know. Uh, so I was doing that last night and um, there's a character from the early 90s uh, called Super Invader. Now, Super Invader <laughs> is supposedly a martial arts expert uh, under a mask, uh, played by uh, the guy who played Hercules in WWE, but uh, like obviously a few years down the line, a bit later into his career, uh, Hercules Hernandez. Um, and um, it basically might as well have been the question mark, but really, really yeah. shit. <laughs> like he he and does a flying knee drop off the uh, off off the top rope where he lands on his feet. But lands on his feet before he connects with the person on the floor. <laughs> that's that's the best type of uh, flying. I mean, it will save his knee. That way you let exactly. It looks and that like... way you were uh, ready to go for your next move, just in case someone attacks you from I mean, your blind side. Just, <laughs> there was about a foot between his knee and the person on the floor. It was ah. Oh. They give him Harley Race as a manager. It's it's a 1992 is wild for WCW. By the way, it's, it's yeah. a wild show. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that with the RoboCop era and oh the, this is a couple the, of years on real madness um, okay but the badness infiltrated early nineties WCW at every turn like let's let's not not you know they... you know what though as a as a as a you know five to seven year old I loved it oh yeah yeah same same <laughs> oh god what a time yeah. what a time oh. time to be alive. And and you know what, like end up like between power and AEW, like and AEW Dynamite, I'm kind of like again that feeling back a little bit. You know, like there is yes. a really nostalgic element to these two shows, like between them. Um, yes, okay. you know, I mean AEW has that feel of later like Nitro, whereas Power really does feel like the sort of early '90s studio wrestling product. And yeah. there's something about that that I, I really, I don't know. It, it really does make it warms my Didn't heart. Didn't realize I missed it. No, me neither. I me neither. I was like, oh wait, I missed this. This is great. <laughs> and it's just it's it's really it's really great. And the question mark it's obviously a knowing nod to that, you know, kind of and it's deliberately a bit crap, right? And I understand yeah. that. But like it's also sort of brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and, it's so funny. But what makes it better is that they've got an audience in those studios who are so into it. Like, and completely yeah. unflinchingly, like, completely, like, the question mark is their new favourite person, even though he's <laughs> teaming with a heel. Yeah, like, are they allowed to do what they want? Because I was worried about them being coached to cheer in one direction or another. I don't think they are. Like, there's, there's, there's too many sort of vaguely, like, organic-seeming reactions. I think they're just really into everything. Okay, that's good. And I'm assuming they film multiple episodes per... I think so, but I imagine they rotate in and out the crowds. Okay. I imagine they do like three hours and then they rotate in another crowd for later. Ah, uh, yeah, I that think. makes sense. 
because there was I saw a... one dude wearing the Sa- the Santa Claus stuff has oh, been yeah. set in <laughs> for like three episodes. I now. mean, I guess if you bought tickets for all three shows when they were taping like you know nine hours worth of shows, I guess then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, but oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, they definitely did two days worth of tapings, and they're doing two more in. But then you see the thing is because it's an hour long. And that's including video packages and everything else. They could do, you know, six hours worth of tapings and get, you know, potentially eight episodes out of that. Yeah, good point, actually. So, you know, I mean, there's there's a sizable amount of stuff there that they can do. It's, it's yeah, which is great. Like, <laughs> I'm really impressed with how this has all worked out. And, you know, and it, it yeah. doesn't, doesn't feel like a show where they, oh, this has been taped weeks ago and now it's irrelevant. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't see... No, no. I know you can go and find the spoilers if you really want to, but it's just not that kind of program where it actually matters. Yeah, it feels it feels current. Um, I like the small scaleness of of everything. I like how it just seems somewhat more organic or somewhat more like a TV show, I guess, in a way. And um, I'm really loving actually the matches in particular. I like the fact that they're short. I like the fact that they just finish with with few screwy endings. I like the fact that people just lose the way they're supposed to. Someone does their finisher and then that's it. Like I'm quite enjoying that aspect of it. And then when they do go for the bigger matches, like you know, um, uh, I guess there was that Colt Cabana, um, uh, who's the count? James Storm match, or I think there was a, a cool tag match with, um, uh, yeah, there was the tag uh, match with. Um, Oh man, I'm trying to remember all of the names. Like Homicide. Oh, Homicide and, and Eddie Kingston with the and, uh, yeah. Uh, either the, well, there was them and, and the Dawsons. The the, Dawson's uh, yes, that was a good that was a good match as well. So I mean, they they do have they do put on some slightly longer, you know, more involved matches, and and I do like the fact that yeah, they end when you think a match is supposed to end. Actually, I'm really enjoying Thunder Rosa. I think she's fantastic. I, think oh, she's I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm really. Um, it's a really cool. Very straightforward gimmick. The drum thing is a bit weird, and it threw me yeah. at first, but I've gotten <laughs> used weird. to it. It's all right now, but the first couple of times, I wasn't sure about that. That felt like I'm a really weird thing. Weird. Yeah, I, I'm used to this show just doing weird shit out of nowhere. <laughs> like, so I'm what, like, okay, like cool. the kayfabe cocktail with yeah, uh, that, Austin Austin. <laughs> that was hilarious. I know, it's so good. <laughs> I loved that. I was like, this is so weird. Um, yeah, I, I really like Thunder Rosa and her tag partner, um, I oh, like uh, the Marty Bell. Marty Bell, yeah, and I, I enjoyed the the heel turn that happened with, um, uh, the other day as well, or uh, I think it was episode six. Um, so yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. And one of the things I really like about Thunder Rosa, and I, I think we'll probably talk about more of this when we talk about some of the stuff we saw in AEW, was I really like the way she connects with with all of her hits. Mm. She seems really professional. She seems really tight with her moves, and everything she does looks like it hurts. I, I think and that I, might I, be because she's also an MMA fighter. Yeah, so maybe that's why. Uh, so there's like a credibility that she has that some people, <coughs> Rio, might not have. We'll, we'll, we'll get on to Rio, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but I'm loving this show. I think it's fantastic. Um, oh, the promos. That's the best thing about this show. I, the do, promos I'm, are I'm fantastic. There are two people I want to talk to. I want to talk about promos, right? Firstly, Aaron Stevens. Good lord. Aaron Stevens, wow. Like, He's compared- fantastic. Compare this to his run when he was Damian Sandow in WWE. Yeah. It's night and day. Like he is, he's phenomenal. Like, and this character so is good. so perfect for this. Like, it's yeah. absolutely ideal. He is. He can do the comedy foil stuff, and it's fine. But he's still in the ring doing like actually convincing. Like wrestling wise, he's fine. But like it, it's yeah. it's perfect for this environment. Like you know, and it's perfect for having. 
Like he loses nothing by losing to like Ricky Starks, for example. Like in, exactly. in doing that, he's putting over somebody, and it's a big win for them. But he doesn't lose anything in defeat because of the type of character it is. But yeah, I I, I I've really enjoyed Aaron Stevens overall. I think he's been like a really really solid addition to this. And like, I mean, I I know I've said it before, but I would watch Tropical Pirates. Yeah, uh, as would I. <laughs> I would watch it with you. And like, <laughs> be there, right there with you. He's better every week as well. Like, and it's it's like he's adding something every week to his act. It's not like it's it's never. It, it it seems to be evolving all the time, but it's subtle little things, and that's what they do really well. They do little things really well, and I think that makes such a big difference. Yeah, I th- I think he's such a fantastic classic heel, in in the way that he should be. He in, in he annoys the audience, but you love you love to see him be ridiculous. It's it's f- the 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 thing that makes him such a great heel and has stopped him, I guess, from turning into a um you know, anti-hero-y heel kind of person that everyone cheers for, is that the crowd, he, he gets the crowd to a point where they like teasing him. He's, that's his character. Is, yeah, definitely. Is, and, and it works, and it keeps the crowd on the right side of, of you know, of where he's supposed to be. Um, yeah, his promos are fantastic. I, I like Eli Drake's promos. They're very, you know... That was the second person I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, I really like him. He's, he's, you know what, like, and it, again, it, it, I don't know if it would work in other settings. I never rated him in TNA. I thought he wasn't, he, he always seemed a bit forced. But in this setting, it works. Yeah. And I think that's maybe the thing. They What they've managed to do is pick up a lot of guys and girls who are really, like, they may, not, their work might not necessarily have worked elsewhere. Like, in, in another setting, yeah. arguably this would, would be a complete failure and you'd go, mm, don't know about that. Like, I think if you put Eli Drake in AEW or you put him in NXT or you put him in WWE, I'm not sure it works. Uh, put him no, here, though. This, this works, yeah. Perfect. But there's something about it. There's something about this that's like, maybe there's just these a whole bunch of stars that have just been waiting or that were built for the 80s or something, you know? <laughs> and, and now we have a show that's like that. They were built for 80s, WCW. Maybe that's what they grew up watching. And, you know, I, I, like, I like just how, I like how all of the promos are about this stupid wrestling bubble that they live in, but they're not, beyond that they're not more ridiculous than that you know what i mean no no definitely. like um yeah I, I like i like nick aldis as a champion i think he i think the way he carries himself and at one i can't believe that oblivion is is, is nwa <laughs> champion yeah Me and my little brother went to see him and the gladiators taping years oh, ago wow. so <laughs> <laughs> now he's freaking nwa champion so that's funny it, but it he's fantastic weird. he carries himself very well and um i um I love uh, I love the fact that Mr. Anderson has uh, been giving a, a, a place uh, to do his thing. I would like to see more of him though, because I think he's he's got a, a lot more to to deliver. Um, Colt Cabana, I'm not particularly sold on. Mm, I, I have issues with Colt Cabana. I always have. I always think he feels his character feels a bit forced. Like yes, there's something a bit a bit disingenuous about it. Yeah, like, and it's kind of goofy. Yeah, and I just I just don't. I, I, he's in quite a prominent spot as you know national champion and i just i don't know like it feels a bit it feels like it, it's too big a spot for what is essentially a comedy act yeah i mean the thing is i was thinking about this and i was thinking as a kid i probably would have really liked him yeah yeah he's smiley he's happy he's funny um you know he's got the colorful stuff on his tights or whatever so i was thinking maybe that's the kind of 
you know, typical baby face, you know, that gets the kids in and stuff like that. So yeah. maybe that's the role he plays. And I just don't, you know, that's not for me. I'm more of a, I guess I, I prefer the, the your traditional um, uh, world champion kind of guy. So maybe that's why it's not really selling on me, but it, it, it isn't really selling for me, I guess. So I, I, I like <laughs> that. It, 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 yeah. I mean, and I guess you've always had, you know, even if you go back to like Memphis, right, you had your serious characters and you'd have like Jerry Lawler, um, unbelievable as it is considering what he is now, but like who was a serious baby face or and then later a serious heel. And, but you would still have characters who'd have feuds with, with guys like that. Like you'd have like Jimmy Valiant doing all the, uh, you know, boogie woogie shit, like, which I mean, and even saying that out loud, that sounds like a really outdated and not, a, I don't hmm. I don't know how problematic oh, boogie woogie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's problematic connotations to that now thinking about it. Um, maybe we should move I don't know. On. I don't know. Oh, I- <laughs> just to, if right, there we'll, are we'll we'll, connotations to it i don't know that there are but like we, we I apologize. Didn't <laughs> yeah. this is not a jim cornette situation i am willing to apologize <laughs> fuck you jim cornette um yeah no no like uh, but you always had kind of sort of slightly uh flamboyant kind of outlandish characters and i guess you can put colt cabana in that but then the problem is it as you say it's kind of goofy to the point where he's not like that flamboyant outlandish that it's enough that I'd be like, oh, right, okay. Like, he's, you know, this crazy character. He's not, you know, Johnny B. Bad circa 1992. You know, it's a... I really watched a lot of WCW yesterday, sorry. Yeah, boy. <laughs> but, like... As you should. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it, it feels like a weird fit. But, I mean, I'd, he's fine in the ring. Um, and, you know, he yeah, has a yeah, role he's here. fine. Definitely. Like, I just... Yeah, like, I, I think you could probably make better use of that uh, national championship but then saying that he's also a recognizable name to a lot of people who'd be watching the product so yeah. i understand why he's in a prominent position it makes sense yeah yeah it works it works um i'm trying to think if there's anyone else that has really impressed me i mean i just love the general roster i love the the vibe of it uh, but well who are you gonna say trevor motherfucking murdoch oh yeah yeah yeah. Looks like an old school wrestler. Yeah. It's lovely. Like and it, I really like him. He's really good. And it's because he looks different. He doesn't like doesn't fit the mold of any of this shit. Like he's just like he's something a complete throwback in a in, in a product that looks like it accommodates someone who it's a complete throwback. It's perfect. Yes. See, the thing is, I mean, well, as a kid, you would see a guy like that wrestling, and you wouldn't question it for a second. No, not at you'd all. be like, yeah, of course, of course, this this punchy dude. Um, is a you know the massive belly is a professional wrestler, and I love that. I love the fact that the show seems more like real wrestling. It's not. It's not. It's not a bodybuilding contest. Yeah, and it's not overproduced. And I really like that about it. That like it doesn't. Yeah. Yes, it, it is a very simplistic setup, and it is very kind of you know it's not one dimensional by any stretch of the imagination they do a lot of cool stuff but it, it never overreaches itself it, it knows the boundaries yeah. of where it is and they work within those boundaries and there's a wink and a nod to the past and to the present and like they know that some of the stuff like the question mark stuff is kind of done a bit tongue in cheek and all the rest of it but it's still delivering as well which is is perfect yeah. like and I, I like i really am impressed with how far they've gone with that um they've really committed to it i think as well it's it's not a I don't expect them to suddenly do... I mean, their pay-per-view is going to be, I think, in an arena, but, like, even then, I don't, like, I don't expect their TV show to suddenly become something else. Like, it's always going to be this. No. And it's great. And that's fantastic. Just keep, like, it works. So it works, and it's, like, 
like imagine for, for Billy Corgan is financially viable to keep going like this as well. I, I don't know for I the imagine... long term, but I suspect they might get another. We'll get another six months out of this at least, and then yeah. who knows. But if you do get a TV deal, it's a lot easier to maintain because you're a studio show. Well, yeah, you don't yeah, have definitely. to travel. You can just do it all in studio. So, and I feel like eventually they probably will get some sort form of TV deal. I suspect um, so. There was some I mean, internet TV deal or something. There's been a bit of talk about them trying to partner up with the WWE Network and stuff and get it on there, which I hope doesn't happen because I feel like it would get sanitized and kind of they might lose the run of what is important about this. But people will just like do weird stuff on it and make people give birth to hands. (laughs) No, I don't want it. (laughs) He shit out a baby. (laughs) Like, oh, no, please. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is there is a, a tag team I'd like to talk about though. Uh, because, oh yes, um, uh, I <laughs> I can't believe that they are just there and this is completely credible in 2019. But the Rock and Roll Express, what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah their resurgence is uh, is uh, is hilarious. I Mate, guess how did this and, happen? And not even just in new, not even just in the NWA. In the last like fucking six months, they have been on AEW. They have been yep. on NWA, and they've wrestled for New Japan. Yeah, yeah. What? I guess they still what got is it. Happening? I guess they still have it, man. Ah, oh, man. I reckon they're going to be in the Royal Rumble. Oh no, that'd be hilarious. I, I kind of want it. I, I have to say, I really do. I kind of want that now. I want them to complete the run the table. Well, the, <laughs> yeah, just have the whole. You know what? Yeah, just. Uh... Do the Grand Slam. I, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying them. I feel like in in maybe not in AEW, but I feel like in NWA because the wrestling is so traditional, um, they can they can still work. Right? They fit the presentation quite work. well. Yeah. I mean, also you know, uh, you know, Ricky Morton can still do a Canadian Destroyer, which uh, is... that was hilarious. Oh my god, that was. <laughs> that was... Oh man, is it was that that the pay per view right? Yeah, that was, was AEW. That, um, Dino- yeah. Oh, yeah, jeez. Oh. <laughs> I almost jumped out of my seat through the roof. I was just like, wait, what? Did this old man just do that? Look, wow. Before yeah. we move on to AEW, because that seems like a good point to kind of uh, start heading in that direction. I just wanted to say as well, I'm really enjoying on Power that they're doing this uh, this storyline with uh, Camille. Yeah, that's cool. I like that you're only getting like breadcrumbs of the story week to week and like there's obviously something brewing and i don't know whether it will all reveal itself at the pay-per-view or like whether you're going to get up with nick aldis in like a you know four horsemen type faction or something i don't know i'm not sure i think that might be where it's going but i'm not sure but i like that you're not you don't know exactly and she she's still not said anything no and it's like where is this where is this actually going but like i'm not it's not like uh, oh where is this going as in what the fuck? Like, oh, this is just, they don't know what they're doing. There's clearly a plan and you're getting drip fed the, the, the story week by week and new developments and twists in it. And it's like, it's really subtle, small storytelling, but they seem to have nailed that. And that's a really good example have of you... how, how they've nailed it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you ever seen her wrestle? No, I believe she does wrestle though. Okay. Um, I know she's, okay, I've seen footage me... of her on Twitter, like in, in a ring doing some moves. So I'm assuming yeah, she's Yeah, I just trained. watched her do a moonsault. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, she obviously can wrestle, and I guess, but you know, arguably, you want to keep her in the role she's in currently because yeah, yeah, she's she does well. And then, I mean, the women's division is 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 really good. I mean, as we were talking about Thunder Rosa, and you've got um, 
uh, obviously Marty Bell, uh, Ashley Vox, Alison Kay, the, yep. the champion. She's very good as well. Yeah, um, I really liked Alison Kay. Um, and now you've got Melina as well uh, turning up, which is... Melina, yeah. I couldn't... Melina... Am I supposed to have known her? She used to be in like, WWE. She was in uh, M&M okay. with uh, John Morrison and uh, uh, Joey Mercury about... Oh. Yeah, this sounds like the time I <laughs> was completely done ago. with wrestling. Yeah, that sounds like the period. That sounds like my wrestling uh, exodus when I was out in the desert, well, <laughs> trying to stay away from ruthless aggression and whatnot. I, I'm going to caveat this with uh, with the word allegedly in big letters. Uh, allegedly, big letters, guys. Uh, she Lawyers also uh, allegedly, as the rumor mill has pushed out, that supposedly she had uh, a. Um, well, John Morrison allegedly never—it was rumored never to have got the big push in WWE because he, uh, she was sleeping with Batista and he didn't do anything about it. Oh wow! Allegedly, Jeez. like how much actual truth there is to that I don't know, but the rumor has grown for many guys. Years. If you're listening to this, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yes, we, we it's been alleged. <laughs> It's been, been alleged. alleged. Not by us. Oh, by, by us. Whoa, no. <laughs> no, but yeah. it has been alleged. Yes, it's been alleged by the internet and Reddit, I'm sure, whatever. Right, fine. But we are not alleging anything, just to be clear. Exactly. We're just telling you what's been alleged. But yeah, NWA Power, very good. Yeah. Oh, quick. Uh, the squared circle of gold or, or the circle squared? Oh, yes. What do we yeah, think of yeah. that? Um, I like. I don't know much about it at this stage. Um, I'm a bit behind on yeah. that. Like, so it, is it going to be a bit like a talent show kind of, like an X Factor thing? From what, from what the quick random promo thing that Billy Corgan did before he did a show, he's like in the, you know talking about how he, he sold out three to shows. Billy like, impression. I really hope. No, I was, I was, but I, I decided to, I decided against it. <laughs> but next time, guys, next time. Anyway, he was like. Uh, <laughs> There's, he there's was a friend like, of ours who I, I really almost want to get on this podcast, <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about because I think he would do a very good Billy Corgan impression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we, maybe maybe in the future episode we'll, we'll have a chat we'll, we'll about that when we uh, when we next see him, yeah. which is quite soon. So we'll uh, we'll we'll have yeah. a, we'll have a wee conversation about that. Exactly. <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, it sounds like it's gonna. It doesn't. Sa- I'm not sure how much of the show or of the Circle Squared will be wrestling, but or if it would just be promo based, and it will be like come out and do a promo, and then if you are good, maybe you make it to the roster or something, or is it going to be like um, yeah, I'm not exactly sure to be honest. Um, but it sounds like it's going to be some form of talent show where viewers decide who makes it. So I guess sort of tough enough. Ish, yeah, I, I guess. I think that, yes. that seems like the kind of road they they look like they were going down from what I saw. But I mean, yeah, I I, I don't know how frequently it's going to be on. Is it a weekly show? Is it on YouTube? I I, I presume so. Um, as, yeah, yeah. As long as they keep it all in character, I don't. I that's one of the things I love most. Don't fourth wall me. Well, they do fourth wall stuff, and it's great. But just keep it all in the realm of you know wrestling. Yeah, is real, and, and blah, that's blah, blah. fine. Like it's it's a. And I think they will to an extent. I imagine there's a good chance that you're not going to get that. You might have like, you might get Nick Aldis, for example, but you're not going to get Nick Aldis sat there with, you know, other people. Or you might get Tim Storm. Actually, Tim Storm's probably going to be doing it, I think, because he's not doing much else. Um, 
yeah, like I I don't think they'll be like having people who are feuding on TV sat there beside each other, like pretending everything's fine. And oh, we're not in character. Yeah, that's what I don't. Yeah, want. yeah I hate that. Like, I just rather, and uh, you know, let's all keep drinking the kayfabe cocktail. And, exactly, uh, exactly. <laughs> I love it. It's delicious. And it's delicious. I, w- I want a kayfabe cocktail and some waffles and tire irons. Waffles and tire irons, yeah. <laughs> and I got what was it the wrestling store, oh, which is probably a real shop. I didn't actually Google it. it was like, I, yeah, I, was just, it? I don't know what that was. I, 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 yeah. That was because that wasn't Tony Falk though, was it? That's somebody else. Um, oh, was it uh, Austin Idol's Wrestling University? Oh, that, that was was that real? Yeah, that's a real thing. Oh, I'm not sure the other <laughs> things are real. Like, I don't think the Tony Falk uh, tire iron and Waffle House is real. Thanks, you, buddy. <laughs> I, I, if it fucking is, uh, next holiday, well, I'm definitely going to try and get there. <laughs> My wife was watching it. She was like, "Wait, is this real?" <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> like, but, yeah. Do you know what? They're done, in, they're done in a cheesy enough style that it's vaguely believable they could be. Yeah. Which I, I appreciate that. I have I, I, yeah. a strong appreciation for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, we should probably move on to AEW. Um, Let's do it. Uh, but yeah, watch NWA Power. It's very good. Um, so yeah, um, Full Gear. Um, we've both seen it. Um, wh- yes, we have. I guess let's, let's, let's start with the elephant in the room, the main event. Oi. Oi. Was that the main... That wasn't the main event as far as I'm concerned. The show ended, <laughs> as they said, and then this crap signed. Yeah. I mean, like, it's difficult because, it, like, if you like that sort of thing, it's probably really good. I... Yeah. And I, I don't mind that sort of wrestling anymore. Like, but... You know, there were, there I, were I moments that went too far. In, in I like it in 1998. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel of nineteen ninety eight loves that stuff. Yes. But he also, you know, loves as a twelve year old, yes, you would go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, eleven, twelve years old go, right, okay, yeah, brilliant. I, I want to yeah. guts, yeah. Exactly, it's... but So and I was gonna say he also enjoys spine shank, so <laughs> it's not someone you should pay attention to. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh <laughs> we all have our cross to bear, Daniel, it's fine. <laughs> spine shank not good. <laughs> No. No. Uh, oh, now I'm gonna have new yes. disease stuck in my head. All yeah. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Sake. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, I. I. I think like there were moments where it was quite. It started off okay, and I like that they went a bit like you know kind of as it's supposed to be an unsanctioned match and you you know whatever. But like the thing with like the the barbed wire spider web and the yeah. the glass and the like. Uh, I don't know the getting the the. Uh, Ice pick slash screwdriver slash knife because no yeah, one seemed to know dumb. what it was. Yeah, that was that was a bit much for me. Um, and I think like what started off as a really heated match got a bit away from the fact that they had like a personal grudge. It suddenly became just like doing stunts and like I, I, it lost interest to me. Yeah, it became itchy the killer. Like how how gross can we be? And yeah, it was just. CZW garbage, man. I was like, get this out of my face. I've got no interest in any of this. Yeah. Um, I, I I made a few notes on uh, what I thought about this match, oh. and um, I was like, uh, yeah, this CZW shit is horrible, but it makes for good sound bites and clips sure. and stuff. So maybe it's how you get your name out there. It's how you promote the company to to people that haven't seen it or people that used to watch wrestling back when it was like that. I guess in, it's very in, gifted, you know, isn't it? 
A gif-able, very gifable. Gif-able, gif-able. I'm calling it gif because I prefer it. But I'm calling it gif exactly. Yeah. Um, it is though, isn't it? Thought... It's very memeable, very gifable, and that's that. In this day and age, that is where you get your traction for, for this sort exactly. of thing. Exactly. You, you see something like that on your Instagram feed. Maybe you click through. Maybe you find out more about AEW. Um, I and mean, then both you click guys the did... AEW hashtag and come through to the uh, WrestleCube page where you can see some covers of Power Slam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. That's, I mean, that's that's the right way of doing things. Um, it, yeah, it was. I mean, good on them for you know doing a bunch of dumb stuff. Um, the the JR had the absolute friggin' line of the century. And so that's it. That's a that's the first of all JR folks. Kind of like, yep, <laughs> yep. He didn't love that, did he? That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yep, that's a that's the first for me. I, I, I feel like yeah, he's a weird fit for AEW anyway. I'm getting increasingly, and I know we t- we talked about this uh, uh, over uh, WhatsApp. Um, uh, and yeah. was, I know there's no help for the listeners, so I will tell you what we were talking about. Um, just oh yeah, we talked about it. We're not we're not going to bother informing you. Um, yeah, you, you guys don't know. Uh, but yeah, we we were discussing this. How actually it's a shame in a way that Jr. is with. Uh, AEW because it's a weird fit and he'd be a perfect fit for NWA power. Yeah, perfect fit. Which is, is ridiculous. I, I, I can imagine like do you think he's obviously he doesn't because AEW are probably paying him loads of money. But do you think he's sitting there going, Man, that's the show I'd rather be on? Like with all the normal wrestling and <laughs> and all the stuff I understand and the stuff I can add something to because like like I guess, for instance, we'll get onto it more later. During the Cody matches, for some reason, when he's doing those matches, he comes alive. He's, 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 you know, Jr. Oh, he's amazing. But there's a discernible difference as well. You can absolutely yeah. hear that he is so much more up for it for those Cody matches because it's old school storytelling and it feels, you know, it does have that vibe about it. And I think he obviously gets into that more because that's what he likes. I don't know if yeah. he, he, you know, necessarily is sort of. As you say, he's probably paid very well, and he wants AEW to do well, and the rest of it. But uh, I imagine he watches NWA Power. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, of course. And, I and um. <laughs> oh yeah, as as he should be. Um. Oh, oh, there's more stuff I'll say about JR later, but uh, I wanted one say one more thing about that horrible main event. Yes. Um, yeah. John Moxley is too much of an edge lord for me. <laughs> He is too much of a fucking it's so true. edgelord. It's so true. Like, yeah, suck my dick. Ugh, middle fingers. Bleh, bleh. It's a like, naughty oh, swear. Dude, I get it. You're edgy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I get it. You're edgy, but it's like you're way too edgy for me. Like, he's relax. A, he's, he's relax, a Raven. On, on a, on a oh, pay-per-view, wow. which is you have Woo. to pay to watch. Oh, oh jeez. man. Edgy is he? I wouldn't say it to his face because he would no, kick no, no, me in the face. But, like, you know, <laughs> behind the uh, protection of the internet, fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd say fuck Jim Cornette to his face. To his like, no, no, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just thought that match was too much. And it was the kind of stuff that I was really hoping they wouldn't do. And they did that Darby Allen match before uh, um, a few a few weeks ago. Or, or, or maybe it was the last pay-per-view. Uh, that was another one of these stupid hardcore matches. Oh, the crackle just, barrel, cracker barrel. Uh, yeah, thing hate, yeah, I hated that. I hate this stuff. I hate this stuff. This stuff needs to go away. It's not good. Like, I mean, and I guess some people like it, but I, I, I think it's trash. I don't have a problem with it 
as part of like a mid card thing where you've got characters who are very defined as being those kind of guys, right? So you can do the likes of um yeah, your uh, your Darby Allens and your Joey Janellas and your Jimmy Havocs who are known for this sort of thing, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> Don't have a problem with that. And it's a mid card attraction, it's the three ring circus, it's something for everybody. Some people love that shit, fine, right? Whatever. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it has any place in your main event. And imagine if the Jericho um Cody match was the main event. What a match. Oh, oh my yeah. god. What a match. Well let's get on to that now because I think I think we I, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about that main event anymore if I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. It was disgusting. Well, not disgusting. I know it was all I know it was gimmicked barbed wire for some of it and not all yeah. of it, clearly. But like and you know, the glass was sugar glass and all the rest of it, but it just it just I don't know. It just seemed like a bumbling product. It demeaned the product. AEW has been so good so far with a few missteps. And for me as well, they're usually around all this hardcore nonsense. Yeah. But this stuff is the thing that makes it look cheap. Yeah, definitely. And if definitely. I was Vince, I'd be like, look at this garbage. Why would you watch well, this? Well, he did. This is the thing. He he turned around on a um, a paper, on a investor call shortly after AEW launched and said, oh, um, you know, I think it might have been after... Um, one of their pay-per-views, like one of the first, either maybe Double or Nothing or Fighter Fest or one of those, uh, whatever one had a had some sort of hardcore match on it, and he d- described it as, "Oh, we're not, we don't care about that blood and guts wrestling they're doing over there." And you know what? Like this just proves that point. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's, ugh, yeah, and I get that there's something for everybody, but I just don't think it has any place in your main event. Yeah, I agree. And, not- and if you are going to do it in a main event, then it needs to mean something. But it was just a bunch of, like, dudes like, look, look at me, I can rub barbed wire on my scrotum. It's like, okay, what's it's- the point? Are you guys even trying to beat each other? You're just doing weird stuff for no goddamn reason. <laughs> it did, it did get that way towards the end. It was a bit weird. Um, <laughs> and I, I did feel as well, like, you know, Kenny Omega is arguably one of the best wrestlers on the planet. It's a waste mm-hmm. to put him in this. Definitely. And also, John you know Moxley, what? You're, you're, you are pigeonholing him as this guy who that's what he does. He just does hardcore wrestling, which is actually probably, you know, kind of a waste of him as well, to a certain extent, because he can wrestle as well. That's the thing I've been really disappointed with is um, I was liking the look of what he was going to do when we first started to see him. Mm-hmm. But now he's turned into this edgelord, hardcore, you know, Tommy Dreamery jumping through five tables guy i'm yeah. really uninterested again i'm like i don't want this like i can't see you in a program with chris jericho and me caring about if this is your character like what will your matches be i just yeah i, mean, pff, I don't know i don't like it yeah no I'm, I'm with you i'm with you let's move on to jericho and cody because i'd like to talk about that yeah first, that, was, that i really enjoyed and it's cody fantastic. rhodes has done it again um in so much as you know, I, I you you will know that I have had for a long time mixed feelings <laughs> about Cody Rhodes. No, no knee pads. Oh man, I fucking hated him when he had no knee pads. It was just weird. Did you see him? His legs were too long to not have anything there. It just looked really weird. So naked. It was really off-putting. He looked like a giraffe. <laughs> like I like his legs were too long to just have tiny boots and then pants. Just, it was just weird. legs. Yeah, it freaked me out. Like, it, it just looked odd, and he had quite, like, pointy knees. <laughs> just like, yeah, it's like, his legs weren't stacked, they were just, like, normal dude legs. Yeah. And, you know, I've had, I've, 
I've had problems since with the fact that for a little while he was wearing his, uh, his you know, now trousers that he wears really, really high. So they came up to like the bottom of his rib cage and he looked, oh, yeah, yeah. He just looked weird. He seems to have stopped doing that, which is excellent. But also he just, he went from this guy who always seemed like he was like a guy playing a wrestler to actually being the character that he is now. Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. comfortable. And weirdly that comes through on screen as well. I still hate yeah, his like this. You know, I still hate his entrance Sorry, music. Man. It's terrible. Uh, I <laughs> it still... is terrible, but it's starting to grow on me. Yeah, I, I know I, it's terrible. I agree. <laughs> but I also don't know why he does the thing where he comes up through the floor and then, like, they do like the the or the sting at the beginning where it goes, "Your wrestling has more than one royal family." And then they play his music. Like on the pay per view, yeah. it was weird because he was halfway down the ramp before they started his music. <laughs> his music actually started. Yeah, it was yeah, so that weird. Is kind of... It's like you might like the ramp's not even that long. You're going to be in the ring by the time <laughs> no, it starts your music, and, and then it's, and the it's one of the raised ramps as well. So it's not like you walk around the ring and get no, some more music in before you slide in. It's like yeah, it was, four steps and you're there. It was a really odd choice. Like uh, yeah, yeah. Man. I think it's cool. I think this guy, this guy here, could like I. I guess he was never this guy in the WWE, but I can no, easily no. see this guy being. WWE champion at this point with the, with the um, with the charisma and and everything that he has and, and his presence. So yeah. re- wrestling's a funny thing because uh, even though he's an executive uh, AEW and all the rest of it, wouldn't even be surprised if you saw him in in WWE in five years time because <laughs> wrestling's hilarious. funny like that. It's just look, because wrestling is insane. We'll get onto it later, but look at CM Punk. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I I really enjoyed Cody's this match. Promo. Though. I, I I um oh sorry, go on. No, I was saying like I guess leading up to the match there was Cody's promo, oh which I God. thought was amazing, phenomenal, absolutely brilliant, and I didn't even know how to hit him. Yeah, neither did I. Honestly, I didn't know to, to, to be like to hit everything. So like he's been uh, he's been really good recently, but like that was another level. That's like you know proper like stratospheric you know, rise to something completely, yeah, that was Yeah, the way he went at Jericho talking about his dad being a rich hockey player in this and I was like, wow, he's really going in on this guy, this is fantastic. And, I mean, we should also, he's been brilliant, but, you know, Chris Jericho has been something else. He he might be doing the best work of his career. Yeah, I I agree with you, he is above and beyond. Le Champion is so good. It's it so perfect, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where he's coming up with this. Oh, did, tell me you saw the video uh, that he did, um, the the mock of uh, Cody at home. No, I didn't see it. Oh my god, it's so good! Hell. Like because they did uh, this video a few it. weeks ago with Cody and Brandy, like and we're like Cody's like at home, like you know, uh, you know, and like he's distracted, and like then he's in an isolation tank, and like it's really. <laughs> and like they did a version of it with him and Sammy Guevara and it's so good. Like Okay, I need, to, I need to see this now. Oh, I saw I see I randomly saw Virgil in it and I didn't understand what was happening. I yeah, randomly saw something with him it, and it's I was a like, what? something that happened a few weeks before where they had like I think it was like Tony Schiavone come on on and be like, Oh, you know, lifelong friend of Dusty Rhodes and be like, Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Cody was. Oh, was it Cause that, somebody it was because it, it had a really funny caption. I was like, "Wait, what? That's Virgil." Yeah, though. It was like, like <laughs> Aunt Judy's friend, best friend's sister. Yeah, from church. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so good, so good. Like they, they really, yeah, they. 
Jericho's doing great work. Also, and like, I love that he's bringing Sammy Guevara along for the ride as well. Like, and he's doing so oh, much yeah. for him in the process as his like protege. He's obviously seen yeah, something really... in him and gone right, brilliant. There, there's a guy. Yeah, Sammy Guevara is. Uh, I'm liking what I've seen from him so far as well. And man, this was. Jeez, this whole thing, that everything happening with this program and everything one involved in this program, I think is fantastic. And, um, man, did you uh, see uh, the Dean Malenko? <laughs> I almost died from laughter when he, he walked up to Dean Malenko. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> I just, I, I would have, I would have, uh, I just wanted, like, I really wanted Jericho just to shout, to, to, to be up in his face and just go, a thousand and four. Yeah. <laughs> or just armbar. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Uh, but what I, do you think, the match itself, uh, I, I thought, like, one of the things I really loved about it was um, they still did that thing where, you know, it makes it look like a boxing match when they announce both people. And you kind of yeah, that was them. really good. I really it do big enjoy fight that. Feel, yeah. Really, really, really big. Yeah, fight exactly. That's literally what I wrote in my notes. Big, big match feel. Um, some of the camera work was fantastic. Oh yeah, there was like this tracking shot in the crowd that that was coming towards them as they were like, um, you know, wrestling, and I, um, it went from the crowd and then into the ring or something. And I was like, this is really, really I, epic camera think, work. In fairness, I think they just got guys with with steady cam rigs on, and I think that's how they're doing that. Which is, you know, wow, that's great. You've got to be so so talented to do that and make that seamless like that. It's it's really their production crew is fantastic. Yeah. Oh man, and the wrestling in this was fantastic. The pacing was brilliant. Oh yeah. Like you know, chain wrestling and really building something with the actual wrestling. Like that's like they really told a fantastic story in the ring. Um, and you know, the 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 blood thing, which I'm assuming was an accident. I th- I mean, worked. I guess I guess there's a good chance that Cody was planning on blading because that seems to be something he does in these matches, but. And it makes sense for the story they were telling, but I imagine that happened a lot earlier than it was supposed to. Yes. I was pretty happy that the doctors came and mopped it up and yeah, it wasn't a bloody yeah, match. Yeah. No, no, was I was good. happy about that. I was like, thank guys. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't because, I didn't need any more yeah, juice after the last time. After the dusty the Dustin Rhodes thing that when they, those two had their match, that was too much blood. And that made me yeah, feel really too. uncomfortable. So yeah, no, I agree. Um some disgusting lion tamers in this oh yeah uh, and you know what filthy lion tamers it's it's so good as well because like they've done such a good job of getting the judas effect over it even though it is a really terrible finisher but like they've made <laughs> it believable right but yeah yeah they didn't need to go for that here because now you can reinforce the fact that the lion tamer like version of the walls of jericho is so d- deadly because like cody wasn't getting out of that i know we can talk no, about the no. MJF he was turn done. and everything else but like he wasn't getting out of that. There's no way. You can't. When somebody puts their knee on your back like that, you're fucked. It was great. And, and, and yeah, I, you know what? I did not see the towel being thrown in. I didn't see it. I didn't even think about it. I, I, they the were judges going through me. Um, re- I think, uh, and again, I think it might have been John Pollock who was mentioning this, uh, so credit where it's due. Um, uh, I think they were going for the Bob Backlund um, Iron Cheek finish because... Um, if you look at the camera work on that, it's very similar where you don't actually see the towel being thrown in. You just see it landing. Uh, so from 1984 uh, or late 83, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that certainly that, that I think was what the reference point is. 
Okay, that, it was cool. I, I didn't see it coming. I thought I honestly thought the judges were going to have to make a decision. So that well, was good. I mean, a I good red herring on their part. That's why they made. But then again, I, I suspect it's a bit like the having. A, you know, they had a draw on TV with uh, uh, Moxley and Omega, uh, Moxley and Pack. Sorry, um, it's to reinforce the fact these things could happen. And at some point, someone is going to yeah. go sixty minutes on a pay per view, and they'll have to go to the judges. But which it, I think is great. Yeah, it's great. It, it's a, it's a nice thing to have there because also you could potentially then use that as a get out of having two guys go sixty minutes if you think you can get another pay per view out of them have them go yeah. sixty minutes have a split decision yeah exactly you know there's things that it's bringing me back to that stupid hardcore match right but there's things about this show there's little things that they're doing um like they've got the win-loss record which i think is good um although i do think that maybe it might get ridiculous once we get a few years into oh, these apparently, shows apparently resets after a year oh, okay that's cool then that makes sense the young bucks did a thing in the media scrum after the show where they were talking about this and that's apparently a thing it resets after a year because they're doing these okay, like, that's um, great. rankings that come out every Friday now. Ah, uh, that's cool. So yeah. I like that. I like they're focusing on the real sports aspect of this or, you know, fake sports aspect of this. Um, there's no reason they and... can't have a sort of real sports presentation to it. And that's something that yeah, WWE's exactly. been lacking for, for years. And, yes, you know, it, it does make it, it does give it a very different feel, which is excellent. I really enjoy that. But, but then when you do that bullshit hardcore stuff like that and it's not that it's not that it's a hard i love hardcore matches i love table matches and ladder matches and stuff like that it's cool mm. it's just the way that kind of blood and guts stuff it's terrible yeah. and i think it takes away from from all of the hard work they're doing in making this a, a different more realistic project uh, pro, uh product so it's, it's a problem with yeah, too many man. cooks i think though because mm. you can see that like so the like i think the elite generally so the bucks uh and omega and and cody are clearly booking their own stuff yeah because cody's matches and feuds have a, a very distinct special feel to them whereas yeah, Omega's old school. telling a different story about his kind of you know can't quite win the big one and, you know, they're going through all this and he's having to resort to violence and, you know, whatever. And the Bucks are seemingly just contained to telling stories within the tag division. But the problem is, is yeah. these these different threads are all disconnected and they're not giving yeah. one creative direction. And unfortunately, that makes the show feel a bit disjointed as a whole. Yeah. And that's problematic. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to, you know... It- the production and the way that the presentation having all these different, you know, it's, it's too many cooks a little bit. And I think maybe eventually they'll have to figure that out. It's fine for now, but like long term, that's going to be a problem. No, for sure. Like I'm looking back through some of these other matches and, and like this show I I did enjoy, but you're right. Some of it seems a bit disjointed. And, and one of the things actually I was going to say, and this was in regards to JR and I did listen to Jim Cornette talk about a lot of these matches and as much of a dickhead as he is, he made some really good points about just some of the stuff that was happening in here. So, Oh, one of the things, and you hear JR do it a lot is try and make sense of dumb bullshit. Like, uh, I do enjoy, um, Luchasaurus and, um, jungle boy, but that little child, Marco stuff should, should not be there yeah, in the way that he's there. Deal. And JR is, it does, exactly. And JR is trying his hardest to make it make sense. But you can tell even he's like, this doesn't make any sense. No, I absolutely. can't really tell you why this small child is, 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 
able to beat up some, you know, these huge men. Um, so I, that, that I do was enjoy um, not good. refusal to call uh, Jungle Boy Jungle Boy. He keeps calling him Jungle Jack. <laughs> Jungle Jack. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it, re- it really amuses me every time that, that, that I just love this idea that JR's just sitting there going, I'm not fucking calling him Jungle Boy. I'm not calling him Jungle Boy. Like, fuck that. It's not happening. It's not a boy. Same, it's a man. He's a grown ass man. I'm not calling him Same Jungle Man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so much fun. <laughs> that's such a good. T- that's a good name, Jungle Man. Oh man, that's the that's the name actually. That's the one. Um, it was the same then thing with the Emi Sakura versus Riho match, which was kind of terrible. I hated um, it. I, I have to say, yeah. this, was, this is the like, and their women's matches have been like have been pretty good for the most part, but yeah. this wasn't good. Like, I really didn't. Uh, the ending was cool. The ending was, was the cool. double underhand powerbomb, but the ref I... fucked that up, which was annoying. Also, like, who was the heel and who was the face in this? Because, like, I... Emi Sakura was playing a heel, but then was doing all the Freddie Mercury taunts to the crowd, like, and, like, trying to get them going. I'm like, well, so is Riho the heel? Yeah, I, the whole thing didn't make any sense. It seemed like a halftime show, a, a basketball game. And, like, why like, am I supposed was... to be invested in this match? They didn't tell me anything other than, oh, student and teacher. Like, well, great, but yeah. show don't tell, you know? I agree, and Riho, I'm, t- I Riho is weird, and I don't want it anymore. I, she's I, too small, and it doesn't make sense that she can beat up half the people that she's I'm beating up. She and I don't buy it. I don't want to see it anymore <laughs> because she's very otaku. Um, yeah, and uh, I just, don't, I just, it really creeps me out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, knowing that she's the, been wrestling uh, since she was like ten, it's weird. Nine or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, more power to you, but if there was a different weight class. I would understand, but some of the things she does and to some of the people she does it to is stretching my imagination maybe one step further than I want to take it. Also, they've, um, got, they've got Hikaru Shida there, who is who ticks every box that you can with Riho in terms of the in-ring stuff, in terms of the character stuff, in terms of story, background, everything, but is a really good worker, and she yeah. looks the part. Like, I don't know, it just... I, Let's get some proper women's wrestling up. Let's like take the belt off Riho and give it to someone I mean, and get some real there. batches they, they going. Are, they're pushing new people and there's people coming in. And like, I think that division is going to it, it'll get there. It's just, again, Kenny Omega is booking this. And I, I, it's not good. Tell. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, let's go to, oh, Sean Spears versus Joey Janela was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. Because Joey, Joey Janela is not good. Neither I don't like Sean's him face. as a wrestler. <laughs> Neither, yeah, true. Uh, Tully Blanchard like is the that... only good thing about Sean's face. Yes, yeah, and that ending was cool with the uh, Tully Blanchard helping with the spike pile driver yeah, and then the cool, DVD. That's it. That's that's that's. All yeah, exactly. Uh, them calling it a scorpion deathlock uh, and not a sharpshoot. I enjoyed on the uh, uh, <laughs> on the anniversary of Montreal while El Hefner yeah. was in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that was the only illusion. So good on them. <laughs> Good on them for having restraint. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe. Some of these other matches here as well. Um, oh, so um, also oh, go on. We got the um, the, the I was gonna say the, uh, the the tag title three way. I quite enjoyed that. That was good, and uh, man, Ray Phoenix. Woo! He's so God good. Damn, He's so good. Jesus Christ! Some of the stuff he was doing was fantastic. I've not seen it yet, um, but apparently him and uh, Nick Jackson have an amazing singles match on this week's Dynamite. Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to watching that. Yeah, I think uh, he's he's a fantastic performer. Um, there was a sequence with everyone kind of doing their planches and jumps outside, and then he did his tilt a whirl splash on everyone, and then so good. you know, whew, 
So good stuff. I'm not a fan of SEU. I think they're kind of lame. <laughs> they're good workers. Like they're great. Like they do this, their stuff in the ring or whatever. But I'm not a fan of their of their gimmick. And they just their music's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because it's Christopher Daniels singing it. SEU. Hey. Oh. It, it, it feels like an attitude era gimmick, but like they yeah. haven't bothered updating it. They're just doing it now. Yeah. Like, it just weird. seems. Yeah, it seems too TNA for me. Like even the, you know, the like... stuff before the match where they're like doing their little things, right? Okay, so yeah. Frankie Kazarian, right? He's like, oh yeah, you know, like I, it'd be really sweet if you said these three letters, but then he says the letters and then ask them to say it anyway. So I'm like, why don't you just get yeah. them to join in with you? That's really weird. Yeah, the whole their whole gimmick is weird, but they 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 do wrestle well. So oh, yeah, uh, they're very good in the ring. Really... I just I'm not sure the gimmick makes sense. Also, why no, would I anyone don't... else yeah. anywhere else in the country go? Yeah, yeah, Southern California. That's great. That's what I'm talking about. Why? <laughs> whoop whoop. What possible Berkeley, reason baby. Did you have yeah. for going? Yeah, I really love Southern California. Have you ever been? No. No. Says, no, I've never been. Says, Here's nice know, though. Barney McFuckface in fucking Iowa. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, SCU eh? Um, Kazarian hit a really sick top rope spike DDT that was quite nice. They're very good in the ring. So, re- it's just the gimmick's mm-hmm. weird. I don't like it. Uh, and oh, and my one last thing I would say about that match as well is that well, the ending was weird, but they kind of you know they made it work, hmm. and um, they had the the match started with the old indie standoff, which was lame. <laughs> I'm done so. with the indie standoff. I've been done with that for a while. It, it reeks so. of uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, it made me sick. Uh, I didn't like it. Um, so the, I they, suppose uh, there's the other tag match as well. The uh, the Bucks and uh, Proud and Powerful. What do you think? I really like Proud and Powerful. <laughs> yeah, I but like him too. They're really talented. This, and the match was great. And I'm really glad they went over. Like the whole thing was re- it was fantastic. I have yeah, got I one was problem much. with Proud and Powerful. And I don't know well, whether it's what's... a deliberate thing or not, but Ortiz, uh, oh no, sorry, I think, is it Santana or Ortiz? I get, I, I'm, I'm not familiar enough with them. Yeah, I'm not sure who, which is which, yeah, but I'm not the, sure. The guy I... with the, like, with the grill and the sort of, like, starting to become dreads, right? You know, the mm. guy's got the, the, the plaits, right? I, yeah, my, yeah. my issue with him is him walking up to, to the camera constantly going, the best, the best, the best. Oh, yeah, he yeah, does yeah. It like 20 times. It's, it, it's to the point where he just sounds like he's stuck. Yeah, like yeah. Only... it's like someone needs to just nudge the record player because he's <laughs> it's, stuck on it's, it's, the best, the best. It's awkward the after best. a while. Like, say yeah. it three times, fine. Four, maybe. But you said it like 12 times. It's really yeah, weird. Yeah, like, we understand that you believe you're the best. <laughs> Thank, he's, thanks. He's not, He's not specifying who is the best. Oh, he's just—he's just. He's just sort of, maybe he's—maybe it's his in, it, eternal quest to find out who is the best, and it like burns him, and he just needs to know. It's just, it's he's, he's actually asking the best, the best, <laughs> the best. He wants us to tell him. I mean, but, I just yeah, it, it's it's just it's just such a weird thing. Yeah, but yeah, um, that, it was it was a really good match. I really enjoyed that. It was a good I, match, yeah. The, 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 so listening to review a dynamite or you know or you know the post wrestling guys, mm. they seem to be really down on it uh, on the crowd and everything. I didn't think the crowd was quiet. I thought the crowd was paying attention, kind of thing. It I didn't seem like the crowd miking yeah. was a bit weird in places. Yeah, but then I okay. wonder if that was set up specifically because they knew they were going to be in the crowd a lot with the um, 
with the main event. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that had a, had a knock-on, potentially. But, yeah, even so, um, I, I did the crowd miking was strange. But then that's one of the... We'll get onto this and just... Um, well, might as well talk about it. Unless there's anything else from Full Gear you want to mention. Uh, well, there was the Hangman Page versus Peck match, which oh, yeah. was really yeah, good. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> but that was a fantastic match, and there was some really good stuff in that match, Great like the Brain Buster onto the chair. Yeah, some oh, really God, that, amazing sequences. The Brain Buster on the chair was hard to watch. Yeah, man. Like, that the way was that the point. back on the it. way down. Oh, oh it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it was really... But there was the, you know, the the was it the dead eye into the brutalizer. Um, mm. There was the flip into a uh, into a super kick, an Irish whip into a German into a power bomb. Like these really cool sequences where these guys were doing some really um, um, uh, innovative stuff. And then the end sequence was good when uh, Hangman Page caught the low blow into the elbow and then a dead eye for a nice clean finish. And the funny thing is though, that was a good match. And uh, once again, uh, you know, sorry to compare this to the post wrestling guys, they thought that it was a bit of a, a letdown and I, I don't think so, but I disagree. I thought the that match was really they good. Had, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was great. And a much, but the much, match they um, had dynamite was I, so I much better than the previous match they'd had. Yes, definitely. But then they had the match on dynamite and I think it was better. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, I thought that it was, was fantastic. Really epic. Good. <laughs> I wonder if the constraints of TV time there maybe also, you know, now they and now that they found a rhythm with each other, having wrestled a few times, maybe there is some a bit of something to that that they you know they've had to kind of adjust a bit. But Pack is something else. He should really be probably, yeah. you know, in line to be champion at some stage. Oh, for sure. If I think in, these two. Yeah. So go man. If they bring in a secondary title. I would say he will probably be the guy that will get that, but I actually think Cody will end up with the secondary title now that he can't challenge for the world title. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, yeah, we'll um, I'd like to see either one of these two if there is some kind of secondary title uh, holding it. And I think this sequence of matches these guys are having are fantastic. And I, and uh, might be one of those things that maybe because it's in AEW, it's not WWE, or or maybe hopefully if AEW gets the you know the it becomes a thing that keeps going that we'll look back on some of these matches and be like, those were some of these were classics. Cause I do think the one they had on Dino, it was fan effing fantastic. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and on, 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 um, full gear. So they, yeah, they, they've had three really good matches, um, in a row, I think. So yeah, that, that's me for full gear anyway. A really good show. I thought for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, not, really like, good show. Not, not necessarily. I don't think the problem is, is because they've had TV every week. Which, I mean, it helps tell stories, but obviously it's not a, this massive rush of excitement of seeing something that you haven't seen for months. And it's, yeah. it's more consistent storytelling as a result, but I think maybe it's not quite as high a level a show as some of the previous things maybe felt because it doesn't feel as special because it's not, you know, like this. But, you know, they are still only doing pay-per-views quarterly and this is the first paper, TV to pay-per-view cycle. So, you know, I think overall it's been been pretty good. Um, I do. I do. Is one of the, th- the thoughts I have with that product, though. There are definitely some things they need to fix, and like long term. Yeah. Um, what would you say? Uh, suicide dives. Good lord! You don't like I, don't, I haven't seen one match where there hasn't been one. Good point. Very In good. Every point. match there is at least one dive, and that's too much. It's killing me. Yeah. I do like a nice suicide dive. I do but too. You're but right. It's over. It's being overused massively. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, you're definitely right. I would say a thing they need to fix is the tag matches, although amazing, and I think the Lucha Bros are just anything they do is gold, and so they take them out of this 
um, equation, but they're getting a bit samey. I think, um, I think Pentagon Jr. Uh, and Ray Phoenix, I would hope at some point will each have their own singles runs because I think they probably are good enough to. They're a great tag team, don't get yeah. me wrong. But Pentagon Jr. So should probably be main eventing and so Phoenix probably as well, to be honest. Yeah, they're so effing good. Oh, like, yeah. They're just amazing. It's almost they're a waste to have them in the tag division in some ways. Yeah. They're but, breathtaking, yeah. the stuff that they do. And they, they're such... I, I really do like the Young Bucks, and they're they're also amazing. I'm not going to lie here. I've warmed but, to them massively over the last yes. year or two, whereas I used to have a real problem, because it did... You definitely did. Lacked, <laughs> lacked psychology, and it was a lot yes. of stunts, and it just... It felt like it was very disjointed, whereas actually, they work now. They do a lot of kind of, you know, they still do the flips and, the, you know, the kind of big moves and the rest of it, but it's working around a much more old school philosophy. And actually, they've turned into yeah. a very old school style tag team just with an updated moveset. And it's it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they did the, the psychology stuff with the leg as well, actually, yeah. working the leg. So that was cool. And, and I like, I like um, the, the uh, uh, was it Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson? Who hurt his leg? I, I, I can't tell that. I don't know which yeah. one is which well, anyway, either. Whichever bucket was who'd hurt his leg, because I, I can't remember. Um, he was still limping when they brought out the, um, uh, oh, the, the spider uh, web in the main event for, for Kenny Omega, which is <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a little detail, but it's a very important detail. And I, I appreciate yeah, no, that. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, I, I think the tag division is is really good. It's one of the highlights of, of the product that it's so much... I think it's head and shoulders above any other tag division at the moment but they need to work on maybe not having the matches seem all the same and they also need to work on just having clean finishes mm. like just not every not everyone has to kick out of every single pin matches can be short like not every you know give me some more squash matches i like, could do more squashes you know i mean? really could but yeah they, they've done a bit more of that in the last few weeks and you know yeah. they have got some guys there who would probably be quite good for squash matches. Luchasaurus, you know, if they're going to build him up yeah. to be something special, which I think they are, I I, I think, and he, they should, because he's the biggest guy on their roster and he's really sure impressive. Um, and you know, he's got a very distinctive look as well. Like he could be a major star for them, such like yeah, a yeah. proper homegrown made star for them. Um, but he's a guy, get, feed him squashes, man. Feed him guys to squash. Yeah, the crowd will love have it. him come out. And just pound on random Gary blue pantses all yeah, over definitely. the place. Definitely. You know? Um, but, I mean, like, it's still a good product, I just think. And, you know, they've got time to work all this stuff out. But if yeah, yeah. if in six months' time these are still things that are problematic, then it starts to become an issue, I think. Mm. But, yeah, you know. I think, yeah. Um, one Actually, ran- randomly, one of the things that Jim Cornette uh, raised uh, on his um uh podcast that i never actually had thought about is that the roster is thin and i didn't think about it until now and i was like well you do we are getting starting to see a lot of similar matchups and stuff Mm. and it does seem that maybe they do need to thicken out the roster slightly or maybe yeah as you said maybe ray phoenix and pentagon jr need to come into the singles um area or you know because it's no it's no coincidence that we've had you know, so many Hangman Page pack matches because yeah. they're the two best guys in the upper mid card. You know, we need some more. You know, maybe we need to see something out of Jake Hagar or uh, MJF. Seems like he he's wasn't able to wrestle for a while there because uh, he was uh, uh, training for his Bellator fight. So I think he's oh, now able enough, to then. wrestle. But then actually, you know, they can save that for down the line. They're, they've got options. I think they just they they yeah. haven't chosen to shuffle the pack yet as such. But That's I think fine. I there guess. are other. Also, I think there are a lot of guys coming in 
potentially in in the near future. I, I think oh yeah, for sure. There, <laughs> there are a lot of disgruntled employees of all sorts of companies around the world. Yeah, probably yeah there are. So. <laughs> oh, it's a wrestler's market now. If your contract is coming due yeah. anytime in the next couple of years, you are you are yeah. either staying where you are and getting a big raise, or you're moving elsewhere and getting a big raise. You're, you're, it's a wrestler's yeah. market now. Really enjoying what's happening right now. Yeah, I mean, like look at Kyrie Sane. She's um so she is apparently her contract is up in the new year in WWE mm. and she's currently you know part of the women's tag champions with Asuka and she's been doing some of the best work of her career she's been brilliant but apparently as the rumor goes she is going to be exploring her options in the new year to see what what is on the table elsewhere now that doesn't necessarily mean AEW although she'd do brilliantly there and be a great asset for that that uh division um, but you know now that the owners of New Japan have bought uh, Stardom in Japan, so there's a load of money behind mm. that now. So she has multiple options on the table, but she could also stay in WWE yeah. and get a massive raise, a big push. You know, like it's a great time to be a wrestler. Yeah, it really is. And a great and, time um, to be a fan. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you know, we're talking about that AEW roster. I think they can really be for. I think they can really be for up with their female wrestling um um you know with their female wrestlers and i think that one of the things i want to see from their division is is tightness you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it needs to be it needs to be less less sloppy but then also i think and this is not just a problem with the women's division but it has unfortunately i think been more noticeable in that division is they need to get better with the refereeing yeah outside of bryce remsberg Everybody, all the other refs seem a little. Uh, I've had a few moments. Yeah, they fucked up the ending of that Emi Sakura Riho uh, yeah, match. Massively. Fucked it up completely. So, and it was like they did build up to something cool at the end there, and completely fucked it up. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. But yeah, um, uh, just before we we finish up, um, um, and you know, we've talked about AEW, we've talked about NWA. I, there is one WWE thing I wanted to talk about very briefly. Um, and that is the sort of return of CM Punk. Yes. So I have not paid any attention to this whatsoever. And I saw him come back and I was a little sad because I would have liked to have seen him in AEW. But um, yeah, what what the hell happened? So he's not technically working for WWE. Technically, he's working for Fox. Uh-oh. Which is quite cool because actually it means he can say and do what he wants and without any kind of potential fallout from wwe he's not worried about his job like he's in a very good position he's obviously getting a very good deal from fox um and he's on their wwe backstage show um basically as an analyst oh he did a sit down interview with renee young this week and they he basically said look i have no interest in returning to wrestling as it stands is the door open never say never so okay that will be he here seems in the Royal like... rumble i imagine oh you think so because he oh, seems happy so. with life and he, he's probably gotten used to not like being in pain, but probably wants to be in the show. And the thing is about him, he's extremely charismatic, really funny. Like he can be a dick, but like when you, when he wants to turn on the charm, he would charm the pants of a snake. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know if snakes wear pants, but yeah, you know maybe. if they did, he would charm them off them. It'd be kind of a sock, wouldn't so, it? Maybe have legs. Yeah, yeah, he could charm the sock off a snake. But the thing uh, is. <laughs> I, I think that when he one of the big chips he had on his shoulder this was talk, talked about in interviews all the time and like it was a big thing for him was uh, the fact that he was uh, looked over when it came to Wrestlemania he never got to main event Wrestlemania and he seems like the kind of guy that if he has a list of 
things that he always wanted to achieve, that's still going to be there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And if they turn uh, around there's and go, no reason. Here's a sweetheart, part time Brock Lesnar deal. Here's a load of money for doing, you know, fucking just TV. Like you, you only have to wrestle like once every little while. You're going to be in the main event of WrestleMania in a heartbeat. I reckon he takes that. And now that he's yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. fold, yeah, definitely. Well, I haven't watched WWE in a long ass time. So what the hell is going on? Does it make sense for him? Maybe I can see from what I remember of CM Punk when he did wrestle, uh, him, Seth Rollins, WrestleMania main event being a very good match. So I I don't know. Um, I mean, I think they were definitely better workers, but I also think that there are very few in the company right now who are as big a star as him. And he could sell a, uh, a main event in the way that he could and draw interest in, you know, imagine you get CM Punk as a surprise in the Royal Rumble and he doesn't wrestle again until WrestleMania. People will pay to see him wrestle. Like that's, you know, and and I think WWE, now that he's sort of back in the fold a bit and he's watching the product or the rest of it, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens because to be honest, I would imagine they're going to chuck money at him until he, until he comes back. Until he, until he says, yeah, you know what, man, even thinking about that and him coming back, I'll just think about, sorry guys, for all the WWE fans out there, I understand I'm being a lamoid. Sorry, but like just that horrible style of WWE wrestling, just like the the fact that you can f- so rarely have matches where I think someone like, say, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, right? The kind of match that they could have if given the right audience and, and you know, right um, leeway, the kind of match that they could have would be a classic. But even him coming back, the kind of WWE garbage that he'd have to do, the, you know, big spot just nonsense in front of those angry crowds it's just oh god i don't know I think the thing is i have a feeling that he would come back and do his wrestlemania run and then he would just do what the fuck he wants for a bit like yeah. i imagine he'd probably go and work in nxt for a bit just because he could there, yeah yeah and that would be That'd the be deal great. he'd have he, the only way he's gonna That'd come back is if he'd go right can i go and work in nxt for a bit yeah all right brilliant i'll go and do that i oh, mean he seemed re- i don't know man him and vince oh, that was a acrimonious yeah, he tagged Divorce. Vince McMahon in a tweet the other day. Okay, fair enough. He also tagged Tony had... Khan, but still. <laughs> fair enough. Maybe they've spoken or something on the I, phone. And I, suspect, kind of I suspect catching it up. the or... company apparently gave their full blessing to him being taking this Fox job, and they were very happy to have him on board. Now, he doesn't technically okay. work for them, but he is, you know, is a WWE produced show. So, you know. Hey, Vince is a carnival barker, and if he can get money, he doesn't care. Everyone comes back. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe he won't. Maybe he will be, you know, maybe this is as far as he'll go. But it's also, if nothing else, it's just a welcome addition to have him, hear him talk about wrestling again. It's really welcome to hear it. But also, also, it does make me think that if he went back to WWE under these circumstances, like even just doing this, it does show a level of ineptitude when it, from AEW because there was clearly a deal to be done to get him back yeah, in the wrestling capacity sure. and that's a big oh my fuck God. up on their part. That's the one you really want to break the bank for because that CM Punk is going to get you eyeballs. Even, even, like even, straight even, up. You know, in a, you know, a backstage interview or a commentary capacity, Jesus, like they, that would have been a huge bump for them and there was clearly a deal to be done and they didn't do it. Yeah. And and that's and on them. It, yeah, that's, that's really bad. sad. Because it's the, imagine the leeway as well with him to do... Because he's one of those guys that really cares about the whole traditional wrestling. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
promo-y psychology stuff. The stuff that he probably would have been able to do when when a show run by like-minded people would have been fantastic. But, But, I mean, maybe that's the problem, though, in a sense. Maybe it's because it would be with like-minded people and he's not then, you know, rebelling against the system. Yeah, good point. But maybe there is an element of that. Maybe there is an element of, you know, fuck you, you're not my real dad. You know, Like, maybe he has to be in a situation. Like, in, in in UFC, it was a situation where everyone said, no, you'll never be able to do this because, you know, you don't have any experience. So he went, no, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And, like, people are now like, oh, yeah, you know, you, he's never going to come back. Maybe he will. <laughs> you know, it's, he likes to be controversial, so maybe that's Yeah, it. yeah, for but sure. Either way, welcome back, Phil. We're all very happy yeah, to have you. Glad, glad you're back. Glad Even you're if he back. doesn't wrestle, missed... do you know what? It's just nice. And he seems really, like, actually quite excited to be doing this. It's great. Oh, oh! Before we finish, can I just talk about the backstage brawl that the uh, was it the Young Bucks had with Proud and Powerful? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then when they kicked over the toilet, and Orange, <laughs> <laughs> and Orange Cassidy was inside. Almost, uh, my my soul literally almost left my body. And went to heaven. Oh, I, Orange Cassidy's so, the best. I was the f- and the way he the way they closed the door, like sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> That killed me. That was he didn't he didn't flinch at all as well. That is just... said. Hey, what's up? Orange Cassidy's Cassidy. great, and like, uh, do you know what? It's like, good. it's he, he's also he's getting paid to just do this, which is great. Good for him. Good way to and make like, a living. And you know what? He's brilliant. He adds something to the shows. I'm, I I love Orange Cassidy. It's great. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we'll we'll wrap it up there. Um, um, so for anybody listening to this, uh, you can check out uh, our shows at soundcloud.com slash WrestleCube. We are on Twitter at, at WrestleCube. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash WrestleCube. See a pattern forming. We are also yep, on yep. Instagram uh, at, at WrestleCube, where, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we are going to be adding more and more yes. random crap from my house. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I've got stuff I want to do around uh, video games. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. video games. Yeah. Uh, we, we, you know, we, we are growing this in the style of Orange Cassidy. Slow. Yeah. Uh, slow. But it's good. Chill. So, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the main thing. But yeah, um, but yeah. So you certainly uh, there are plenty of places to catch all of our our bits and pieces, and we'll have more announcements on there of stuff we're doing in the few, next few months, and kind of yeah. So um, uh, that's it from me, uh, uh, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, see you guys. Uh, <laughs> you keep watching the skis. <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> right well we'll leave it there um as always uh uh yeah tune into more wrestle cube and uh don't be a square be a wrestle cube good night cube